Hello, everyone, and welcome back again to 70 Night Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Eddie Ellen. What's going on? And tonight, we are joined by two guests, our two favorite people in the entire world, Zoe Soares and Cesar Yapa. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you for having us. Yo, yo, no facts. Problem, no problem. So how are you guys been doing? It's been uh, basically a whole year plus a few days since school's ended. What have you guys been up to these days? Honestly, me and my friends just be chilling, siphon, eating, school stuff, regular True. shit. <laughs> and you know what? We like, we like honest answers. Honestly. Yeah, we do like the honesty. What did you say, Caesar? I said honesty is best policy. <laughs> oh, yeah. True, true, true. So Caesar, thanks to Caesar, this podcast was possible this week because a certain someone who I will not name, I, I, they don't want me to say who it is, got their phone taken away. So we were so close to canceling this week. But Caesar came, saved the day, came in clutch, and now we have the podcast rolling. So, you know... I know Hispanic or Latina moms are very, very, I guess, you know, they very set in their ways because I have a um, Hispanic friend and his mom, you know, she has the, um, with like the slipper. She always has a slipper with her. My oh, friend, la chancla. The chancleta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If my friend is a behaving, she takes out the slipper. Have you guys like ever experienced that? Because I, like, I don't have a, you know. Um... Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. My my mom is a little bit more Americanized, I guess, because she was born here. Um, technically, she's first gen. Um, so I didn't really get much of that. I guess classic Hispanic mom kind of stuff with her as much. Yeah. Um, but when I stay with my grandma, that was a different story. Um, All right, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, if you um. I don't know if your mom asked you to go to school and you said, screw that, I'm tired, I don't want to go. What would your reaction be like compared to if you said that to your grandma? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Like, my grandma spoiled me and she like was hard on me at the same time kind of thing. So it was just like, you never knew what kind of reaction you're going to get. Most of the time she disappointed me, but when like she got mad, mad, yeah, shit, shit, uh -oh. she not passed by. You know what I'm gonna ask next? What was the worst experience? Like, what was the most angry, the angriest level that you witnessed your grandmother at? Oh, um, I think when I didn't want to eat her soup. Oh. <laughs> All right, come on. We, we got to hear the full story, like a movie, beginning to end. We to be honest, I don't remember because there was just a lot of, a lot of, I have a lot of stories. But um, no, I just, she would feed me so much. Like, I got full. I was like, I can't eat any more soup, Grandma. Like, you gave me all this stuff before. How am I going to have lunch? And she's like, come with la sopa. I was like, um, I don't think that can happen. And... Just time passed by and she just got really impatient. Um, she didn't really take out the chancleta, but she would like maybe take the broom if she was sweeping and like hit me with it. Oh, wow. You but that, that, that was rare. That was rare, to be honest. Right. But yeah, that was one story. I kind of have like a similar experience. My, I have a German grandma. You know how 
you know, Germans can be sometimes. Sometimes they can be very, 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 very strict. Um, and I think I was taking this medication um, and at the time I had to basically um, break the medication down into uh, pieces and put it into a yogurt or something. So uh, one time when I was with my grandma's, right? My grandma gave me, uh, I think like it was a bowl of soup or it was something. Um, and I think there was a hair in it. And I was like, oh, grandma, there's like this hair in, in, in this oh, bowl. Can I, can I not yeah. eat it? And then she's like, you better eat it now. Luke, I'm not having it right now. You better eat it. So I was crying and everything and I was eating it with the hair. Oh my God. It was, that was grandma, a thing. grandmas can be like, yeah, yeah. Like, like my grandma wasn't the most sanitary either. So actually, no, a couple of weeks ago, she actually came to visit um, cause she's like home alone all by herself. So she stayed with us for a bit. And again, she made soup for my brother. Um, and he was not having it. Your uh, grandma loves soup. She does. Yeah, she does. Like, well, my favorite soup from her was sopa de fideo. Um, I don't know. I, I I loved it, but now she's just she's just older, and it's just not the what, same. What kind of soup is mm. it? Like, what's in it? So like, it's it's yellow. It has like bits of cheese. My grandma puts bits of cheese, and it's just like noodles. It tastes really good. Noodles, potato, scallions, or cilantro. I, to be that honest, sounds good to me. You know, maybe you were in the wrong. Maybe you should have had more. I don't know. I'm just maybe. Kind of thinking of all angles. But yeah. My friend's mom, super Hispanic. She makes the best sopa de oil. Mm, let me tell you. Sopa she puts the corn, the papas, all of that. Seasoning. Mm, it's so much sodium, though. Yeah, most of the time that. Uh, Eddie, Caesar, and I made the, what is it? The Papa Fritas. Oh, salty Papas. Oh, oh yeah. Salty Papas. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, I, I think I burnt most of the hot dog. Oh, yeah, and I burnt my thumb. You did? Uh, and, yeah, I remember I, I burnt I my poster, thumb. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was so stressful. Oh, my God. That lunch period, like the day, I think, the day we had to present the lunch period, yo, I, I think we were like looking for tape and we were like running around the whole school, like going to different um, rooms, asking for tape or something. Even pretty much the exact stereotype, the exact example of like the most unprepared group that you could have been for the, you know, um, project. Like we had, didn't we have to redo like 75% of it? Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, Mr. Margo didn't like it. Yeah. She, she was, she was, she was kind of mad. Yeah, she was kind of mad. She's yeah. picky. She was picky with everything. She, she was very picky, but I I thought we had everything. She was like, no, you're missing this. You're missing this. Like, this is not complete. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That, that whole Spanish Marco, process. if you're watching this, we still love you. We're just being honest. Honest feedback. Yeah. <laughs> right, that, right. That whole Spanish class had a lot of interesting characters. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely very interesting characters. Yes, he was a very interesting character. That. I don't know, but I think everybody has almost like everybody, you know, throughout COVID, everybody's online talking about him, posting on their private stories about just speaking on the situation and, and on the situation with, you know, the girl. Yeah. She who we shall not name. 
just speaking about the situation, even though they have no place. Look, I'm all for speaking up for the women because I think women deserve, and every everybody, not even just women, men too, everybody deserves the chance and the right to you know express themselves about their stories and what happens behind closed doors, all of that. Oh. But at the same time, so many people were putting in their opinion onto a situation they didn't even understand that it was just almost toxic. Like it was just giving the situation almost clout that it didn't didn't More need. Attention didn't need. Yeah. Exactly. People were just talking about, oh, who let have a TikTok? Like, why is that important? What does that have to do with that? I mean, I think that the most disturbing, you know, it's that he's in her school and he's representing her school. You think like when these these moms, you know, because like my mom is friends with a lot of, you know, sensitive Upper West Side moms who kind of just freak out little things. You think that there's a mom who has a kid like looking at this high school Frank Sinatra and there's some kid who is like charged with sexual assault who's still at the school. You think they're going to be like, wow, I still want to go to that school even more after seeing that. I mean, there's like a there's a change.org. Like if you look up change.org you will find a petition which which with i think yeah who is the petition five thousand five hundred people have signed this petition how is that not enough for frankl to to see that he shouldn't be here if there's that many people saying that my sister a couple months ago my sister was on insta and she went up to me and said do you know someone named at your school i said yeah why and then she was like I'm seeing all these people from my school posting about like him needing to get expelled. Like everyone was finding out about this guy. I don't know. I just feel like, honestly, like white boy gone crazy. Basically. I I did hear about some of that stuff. There was this, I think it was beginning of junior year. uh, Someone told me that she went to his middle school and he did some crazy shit. I I forgot what. But when she found out that he went to the school, she like she freaked out. She was like, "Oh no, nah, he's like he's just he's trouble." Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tomix, Brianna, Kiki, all of them went to middle school with him, so they all have told me plenty of stories. Like it's there's a lot riding against him, and it sucks because you know, like in all fairness. He's not a mean kid, you know. Like on if you don't know all these stories. He doesn't come off as a mean person, but you know, looking at the whole big picture, like he's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like I, there's no other words to describe him. He's garbage. Actually, I didn't hear. I was firsthand witness to this. He took a picture of someone who I'm not going to name, a female in my vocal class, and sent it to talking about, "Ooh, doesn't she look good?" This down the third, basically just, you know, almost like sexualizing her. A 15-year-old girl. I mean, I guess we're all the same age, but still, like, it's just, it's just really you think about it, it's just sick. Like, why are you taking pictures of people, let alone talking to other people about how good she looks and this, that, and the third, you know? It's strange. It's crazy that you see that because uh not but I saw another kid my sophomore year. Um, not gonna name who, but I don't know where I started taking pictures of a teacher's ass. I was like, bro, like what? Wait, like, what? That that is uncharted territory. That is Yeah, I was like that like that's I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where their minds are at this point. Yeah, true. Just guys trying to sexualize women now. It's just gone 
to such an unprecedented level at this point, especially now. Um, and it's just reached to the point of like cancel culture now. I don't know. Yes. Sexual abuse, sexual assault, rape, everything is such a prominent, all of that is just such a prominent problem in today's society. Like, I don't know, I can name, like, like the, everything that's trending right now, the 97%. It's just, it's terrible to think about that because there's little girls going outside less than 10 years old getting stolen and raped. Like, how yeah. is that? How is that okay? How is that a society that we are a part of? The whole problem with this 97, 99% thing is that no, like there are a lot of people, you know, trying to speak up about it and support it. So many people are just wasting their time arguing about it. Oh, I don't believe that. I 97, 99%, that doesn't make any sense. Or people are trying to argue that um, some girls are like exaggerating cases and like people are just wasting their time arguing about it. it's pointless. People should, you know, really be talking to each other and trying to solve, you know, this problem that's been going on for years instead of just having pointless arguments about it. Like I saw on Instagram, someone um, posted like a story and said, um, BOM was founded by like Marxists who seek to like destroy the world. Um, and they also created like a fake 97, 99% headline to get control over people or something. Like there's so many people who are wasting their time being crazy instead of actually trying to solve the problem. So how are we supposed to get anything done? True. Exactly. People are debating whether or not that is a problem, rather than just acknowledging that it is and just doing the work to, you know, get move on from the problem and do better. That's a that's the biggest problem nowadays. People want to argue that they're in the right rather than just accepting that we're all part of the human race, which is flawed. Every human is flawed. Some are flawed in more severe ways. But half of these men outside, and I'm not saying all men are bad because, you know, there are amazing men out there and then there are little boys. And that's what I think the difference is. I think a man will, you know, do his part, do right by you. But a little boy is going to think he's all that. He's going to pull you aside and do what he does to you. You know? Yeah. It's that little boy mindset. It's also like about what you're, what you're taught as a young age, obviously, you know, like, you know, when I have kids, obviously, you know, I want to make sure that they know about these things, you know, about how you shouldn't touch people, how you shouldn't sexually assault people. And some people may argue, oh, oh no, they're too young. They're too young to, to be, you know, be taught this. That may be true, but you don't want to have a, you know, your son or anything like that grew up in touch women. You don't. Definitely. You know, you want to raise them on the proper values and virtues. It's really right. that simple. You start teaching them from a young age, they can grow up around the right environment. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there also has to be some sort of like part of just maturity that has to develop within the person as well. Yeah. Um, to acknowledge and understand it to a certain extent where then they they don't interpret it the wrong way as well. Hundred you know I mean? percent. So so they can actually value the actual concept and really really understand like the do's and don'ts, I guess, but everyone has their own perception of do's and don'ts. So it's just that level of maturity of being able to, uh, I guess, handle it. And I guess trying to make your own, your own conclusions on it, but in a, in a safe manner too. With social media in like within our society, it's really hard to, 
to tell like what like what to believe you know because i was about yeah, to true, say like true. what about the aspect the element of misinformation like we talked about it before like all these girls there's and for those of you who don't know at frank sinatra blended learning recently opened up and a bunch of kids in the city and and i'm not sure the specific details but a bunch of people on instagram are outraged today posting like paragraph like mini essays that like I, i'm like writing in like like that long about like um just like the covid and you're awful people and selfish because i think what happened was there was like a group of dance majors or something who were not distancing and had their masks off but you see these people posting this and talking about how you know you need to social distance but you click on their uh, instagram and there's first or second posts it's them in a group with no masks so <laughs> Like the hypocrisy is at a pretty high level. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah. yeah, I mean, half the time people just are saying what they can say just to uphold an image on social media, just to uphold that idea that they're, you know, part of the, the good part of society, so-and-so. You know, so-called the people who are active protesters with everything, Black Lives Matter, um, uh, abortion rights, everything, you know, all the all the main problems right now in society all the major debates and people just want to uphold that image so they they don't get judged but half the time behind closed doors it's a completely different story yeah that's 100 percent right i think yeah society i mean social media within society is just i don't want to say brainwashing but that's the only word i could come up with at the moment um is doing sort of that effect to to our generation a little bit i i also think it's like not only what you're taught at home but also the environment you're in that kind of influences that that will influence your your own perception on things your own conclusions on certain aspects of life you know um it just has to depend who you surround yourself with and it takes a really big person to like to stick with whatever you believe in and not change anything about that, you know, because the, the environment you're in really take makes is a big role in what you do and see as well. But yeah. I feel like the environment, like you're saying, the environment we grow up around is such a big influence on our lives, especially, you know, this this generation, our generation is so completely different from the generation before us. We have such different values, like the values that everybody has, especially relationship wise, is so messed up and such such bad priorities. Like people are so worried about the wrong things, like hot girl summer. Y'all know what I mean by that is hot girl summer. Like it's why does it have to be a hot girl summer? Why can't we just all enjoy our summer, you know? Also, kind of, I think that some of the music nowadays also kind of has an influence. Because I uh, do see sometimes on social media. Like, well, not only uh, social media, but media in general. Yeah. Like There's so kids. much media being thrown at us. It's hard to really yeah. decipher and process it within our ourselves to really understand or just what to really believe you know one person says this the other person says that yeah it, it all has to come to ourselves to make our own conclusions but with everyone making their own conclusion it's like what like where should i go you know you don't know what to believe at this point that's kind of a reason like i i try to stay off you know social media um 
I do have Instagram and stuff, but I don't have, I always refuse to get Snapchat. I refuse to get TikTok. I refuse to get a lot of social media platforms. I usually just stick with YouTube and Instagram. That's it. Because I mean, like I'm, you said, I'm not going to lie. Yes. Social media does have its benefits in gaining some sort of like following and stuff, but at the same time, it, there, there needs to be some sort of like extent to how much you should use it. Cause I think now over the pandemic, yeah, yeah, over the pandemic, a lot of teens and people our age, including myself have been on social media more and I don't know. It's, I guess it's been, um, like a subconscious go to, to, I guess, block away from everything that's going on in the world right now. Yeah. But even then 100%. with all that media being shown us just from the screen with that little time of being on a, like on a small device, like your phone, it has such a, such an impact on your mental health and everything. And just how, like I said, how you can perceive something. Yeah. It's funny. Cause in the past, you know, like I was saying, different generations, this generation relies solely, especially with Corona and quarantine and everything, this generation relies solely on social medias and the internet to yeah. have a social life, to be connected to their friends and whatnot. And it's like, you ask the teenager, oh, go one hour without your phone. They'll be neck scratching by 30 minutes. You know, it's just, it's crazy to see how addicted that's we are. Our, like, it's really an, an addiction. That's our way to socialize now. That is the way to socialize at this point, you know? Right. I miss going outside to play, like, basketball with, like, random people in the park. Like, you just, you go to the park, you want to play tag? Oh, right, you're it. Like, it used to be so easy. Yeah. It's crazy now that I think about it. Like, when when I was younger, you know, you could just, like, just just see someone on the playground and be like, hey, you want to play or whatever. Now, yeah, yeah. just that transition from adolescence to adulthood the process i'm going we're all going is it it's weird you know it's like you don't know how the other person is going to perceive you you know all these things like kind of come into play i don't know i'm personally an overthinker so it's like all these things yeah yeah it's like sort of that fear factor of like oh what are they going to think or whatever mm -hmm. nope when we were when we were younger, we didn't really think about that. Everyone was just like kind of all inclusive. Um, and we just did dumb stuff. We were just kids. I think also like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people I know and including myself at times are self-conscious. Like, you know, whenever they're, you know, posting something on Instagram or I see them, you know, they're like, Oh, I look so bad, or you know, I take a picture with them, they're like, Oh, I look so bad, oh, I look so this. Like, you shouldn't worry about, you know, what people think of you, because think of it this way, like, you see yourself in the mirror every single day, right? So you think that, you know, you... That's another thing. Like, I kind of, I know, I know it, may sound, it may sound weird. I have a love and hate relationship with a mirror. I don't know why. Same, so do I. So do I. It's like, yes, it's good for at a glance to check in on yourself. Um, but the more you see yourself... The more you look at, the more you look at, the more you analyze. Right. The more things you analyze, the more things you really think about. And eventually you can start making negative conclusions about yourself, you know? Right. And then you'll make those, you, you, you'll make those self-inflicted 
judgments on yourself and it can stay with you and it's hard to really get that out of your head you know yeah um, like, a, like a lot of people you know are like oh if i look at this image of myself for too long i'm going to not want to post it you know i see that sometimes on people's captions on instagram so yeah that does play you know self-conscious plays a big role on people and especially teens like us nowadays and maybe throughout history you know but that's something i've been noticing it's, yeah because definitely we see our flaws the most yeah yeah everyone got an opinion you know but <laughs> yeah. it's also it's also like not even to sound weird or anything but like this world has become so like ghetto like you can just be looking at a female especially like where i live you look at a female some way some type of way and it could, I could be thinking in my head, wow, she's really pretty. And then it's already, oh, why are you looking at me like you want to fight? Like, what's up? What's yeah, really good? Like, true, like, true. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, that's so ghetto. Like, you don't I was going to compliment you now. now. Like, bitch, like, what? Because I feel like anything <laughs> you say, people will perceive it as something other than what you meant and will twist your words and put words in your mouth. Exactly. It's like, that's not what I Truthfully, that's a sign of insecurity. That's really a sign of insecurity. Oh, you're looking at me some type of way. You clearly want to fight me. No, honey, you're just insecure. Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't want to admit certain things about themselves. You know, they just want, they wouldn't want to take that responsibility or just owning that thing, you know, especially just in our age. Yeah, we're still developing a lot and it's hard to really do that, but I guess it all just comes with time, you know? Yeah. Do you think that it it will kind of change? Like people will have a different mindset in the future? Well, I mean, as you get older, yeah, your mindset will change eventually. But um, but now just in, in our age, it's kind of hard to really see those other more, I guess, quote unquote, mature things. I don't want to say mature, but I guess, I guess overlook all these kinds of all, all these kinds of things and I, I don't know how to explain it but 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 people really get caught up in some of these things on like how people will perceive you or or just how to have like a good image for others when yeah you should really have a great image for yourself you know to try yeah. to kind of please yourself in a way yeah, and people also like tend to like switch personalities, you know, like change yeah. the pitch of their voice to just like, again, appeal to others. But that's I a mean, process that we right, kind of have stuff. to take. Yeah, not have to, but a lot of people take. You know, yeah, that's that's, that's still definitely trying to discover natural. Yourself. Yeah, right. There's I also think code switching is definitely normal when you get um, around. It depends on your your how comfortable you are around certain people. You know, like stuff like that. I think it's all situational, and it depends on who you're with, what you're around, what you're doing, you know, different, different aspects of my personality comes out when I'm with different people or I'm doing different stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're comfortable with those people in a certain way as opposed to another group. Right. You know? I guess we will try to change the conversation cause we've talked about this a lot, but uh, so I guess we can go back to this later, you know, when we're, uh, you know, done talking about other things, but so Caesar, I know you've been, uh, you know, I guess looking into colleges and maybe you've already been accepted into colleges. And I know that you are currently a senior at our school. So how was, 
you know, COVID and everything going on, how has that affected your your experience with applying for colleges and what do you expect to uh, do when you graduate? I mean, yeah, it, it's it's been pretty tough. Um, I'm kind of just in my room all day. Um, I have two younger brothers um, and they're both really, really loud. And it tends to be hard to practice because I'm auditioning for schools. I want to do, I want to do music production and engineering or music technology, something along the lines of music industry. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I want to major in eventually. But, um, but yeah, the whole college process now has been really, it, it's been, it's been, it's been tough um, to say the least. Like, but you like, yeah, practice, practice time is hard. Um, trying to find like that time just to focus on work, you know, I feel like it's been harder and harder to focus on your work. Um, yeah. Just cause you're all cooped up to yourself. You know, you're in your room. There, there's, there's bound to be like, there's bound to be distractions either way. It's your room, your house, you know? Um, yeah. So, so yeah, just those distract those distractions become more prominent. I feel, um, and yeah, over time I've gained much more anxiety, more self consciousness because I'm all to myself. Like all, like my, I feel like my social, my social side has gone down a bit just because you can't really hang out now. You can't do those things. It's hard. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of put me in a a little bit more of a cloudy headspace than I have been in the past. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it has, it has, it's taken a toll. But um, but I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still going to things. Um, and, and yeah, it's just, it's really hard to just stay in this one spot and just still try to keep things going. You know yeah because I, I i am a social person you know so to have that part sort of diminish over time yeah it hurts it's it, it, it it's a lonely feeling i feel like a lot of people have been feeling lonely not including like including myself you know it's just hard yeah um to keep your head up not saying it's not possible <clears throat> but you know yeah, yeah. like i i've not to sound like weird, but it's hard. It almost feels like you're drowning in your own thoughts, you know? Yeah. Um, all, all these things you think to yourself. Because when sitting by yourself, you know, it's like, who do you have to talk to? Um, and then you just start thinking and thinking and thinking. And over time, all these things pile up and it's like, whoa, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I actually had that kind of experience a, a few months ago where I just had this period where I was so stressed out because I had so many community service things to do and, you know, practicing for SAT, which is, you know, I'm still doing and all this kind of stuff. So uh, I really had to, <laughs> yeah. I, I did know. not practice SAT as much as, as I should have, to be honest. I, I didn't, I didn't. I really might fail that, ain't gonna lie. <laughs> well, I know it's okay. I think like, it's okay if you, you know, if you feel, I mean, obviously you shouldn't, you, you know, you shouldn't, but I know that I don't really think it matters for colleges. I don't yeah. Think. I don't think they're accepting. I don't think they're like requiring the test scores anymore. 
Yeah. But yeah, as I was saying before, so I had all those things, you know, on my back and so do a lot of others. So I decided to purchase um, a calendar and a checklist basically of everything I need to do. And I would put, you know, things that were coming up, I would put it on the calendar, you know, for the- That's something I, I've always, I've, I've always like admired in you just because you're very, you have a really good work ethic. And you're just like very like organized. Thank and you. And I, I try to like, I try to do that because I am like a very like tedious person. Like I like things organized, but it's really hard to keep, keep on track with things. Yeah, yeah, so, it, it is difficult, but- I'm such a procrastinator. Yeah, I, I used to be like such a bad procrastinator in seventh grade. Um, I've had my NCT hey. book sitting with me for so long. I have not opened it once. You're lucky. I, I need to get I need to get an SAT book. I've been studying online. <laughs> Luckily, I've been studying with my friend Hugo. But yeah, in seventh grade, I was a really, really bad procrastinator. And then I was introduced to this, basically to this uh, routine where, you know, I would do homework right there, right then and there. I would set a timer for 25 minutes. When that timer's done, get, get a snack or whatever. <laughs> Your dog. <laughs> um, and then, you know, get back to the work and then I'm done. And then, you know, I just get it out of the way. So I recommend for everyone listening and for you guys, um, you know, look up and try out different, you know, things and routines that would help you get your work done and help you plan out for the future. Like I did with the calendars and the checklist and the, you know, taking 25 minutes to do homework and then taking a break and going back to it. So it's all about being dedicated to trying to get things done. And, you know, once you're done, you time know, management. Or, yeah, it's all about time management. And once you're done for I the like day. like now big thing is just, we need a lot of good time management because just time just goes by and by. And That's true. Yeah. Even it, if we're it, in it scares me. It's like, oh man, like I had this time, like I, I wanted to do, I want to do more. I should have done more, you know? And then like you end up beating yourself up for it. It's like, yeah, you also have to have really good willpower because I know there's sometimes where, oh, I know I have to do this yes. homework. Yeah. Yes. There'd be some times where, you know, you, you sit there and you're like, oh, I have this assignment. I have to go to this lab. Oh, but my friend wants to do this with me, or I'm supposed to go bowling or you know, and you always just have to prioritize your schoolwork because at the end of the day, you can go bowling any time in your life, but you know, your grades, they matter now. Right. Yeah. There's so many people who are like, oh, you know, I'll just do it tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. You just got to do it now because if you just do it now, you yeah, get it yeah. done. You have so much free time on your hands. You like, know? like that's the thing. I feel like our our generation like really needs to to like be able to work out better. Just like self discipline, you know. Yeah. More, more self control in a lot of yes, self discipline. Self control, yeah. you know. I but have, it's yeah. a very very hard thing to accomplish. Yeah, true. That's true. You know? I have so many people in my DMs all the time asking, "Yo, did you do the lab for chemistry? Yo, did you do the math thing?" And you know, obviously, We're I hook them up. I hook the, yeah, I, I do hook them up with the answers, though. Not gonna lie, um, but you know, it, it is a little bit sad to me that people just you know rely on others to you know kind of do the work for them. Because what what if I didn't do the work? You know, then they're screwed basically. Then they, I feel yeah. like that's kind of the like culture thing now. Not culture, but just like a norm. it's what a lot of people resort to, I guess. Yeah, it's like a norm now because they're able to reach out to their friends and you know yeah. and technology as well maybe it'll be a bit harder you know when we go back to school and 
you know, teachers and thing and others realize that, you know, people are we, cheating and honest, stuff, but I don't know. I, people I can't cheat. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I didn't really see a point in like going back to school. As much as I want to, like, I, I just don't see why. Because most of the teachers are online anyways. I just, like, I know for a fact if I went back this year, like, to finish off this year, I would 100% fail AP Biology. Like, I, if you ask me one question about AP Biology, I will not be able to answer it. Like, I've cheated throughout the entire year, literally. <laughs> well, I'm glad, you know, yeah, you can be honest. I mean, and we're, we are, you know, Zoe, me, and Eddie are fortunate enough to have senior year, and maybe we'll go back physically, maybe we won't, you know, who knows, but. Hopefully. Yeah, if we do go back, we can see, you know, the times we're living in right now and COVID and quarantine, all that stuff, I guess, to change our routines and just, I guess, try to do better. And I'm just yeah, telling appreciate you. It. It yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Just a new appreciation for it. Right. And I'm just going to say, like, if we do go back to school senior year, it's going to be a movie. I'm not going to waste any time. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go out every day. I don't care. I'm going to link yes, up with people. I'm going gonna... I'm gonna do I'm all gonna that live stuff. My life ain't nobody telling me shit. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. And, yeah. and there's one thing I wish I did more is that like to go out more, because I I didn't really have that chance to go out much. Um, but yeah, I wish I was able to to do that more often. You know, all the friends yeah. more, more memories. Um, Cause it, yeah, because like when Eddie and I try to link up with you, Caesar, you know, it's it's a bit hard because you know yeah. you're not always free. Um, yeah, it's it's really really hard. Yeah. So I I wish I wish I had. I've never been an invited thing. No, so, you know, <laughs> we'll set up something. You're more we'll than welcome. You're we'll, welcome. Yeah, we'll set something up. We'll set something up. But oh my god, that I remember that one time where you guys were planning on pulling up in tuxedos. I know you guys are lying, but yeah, you know, I thought you. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. oh okay. what? Yeah. So we <laughs> were what? So, so my idea, <laughs> me and Eddie were gonna troll. Because we were that we were coming in tuxedos and that he should meet us like in a tuxedo because we're gonna do like an Instagram post. We were be honest, you did sort of believe me at the end. In the beginning, I did, but then near the end, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, no way. Because I no, because I didn't think you were gonna believe it. And it was, was freezing. Like, I think day. this kid might actually come in a tuxedo. So then I had to. You guys are evil. I know. <laughs> no, nah, but I I didn't pull up with the tuxedo. Thank God. I really I wish you did. That, that shit would have been. So that would have been funny. Yeah, I would have laughed. <laughs> Yeah, the last time I wore. I'm like, damn, Luke, you real drippy today. You got a wedding after <laughs> oh, or what? Oh my Fags. god! The last time I wore a tuxedo was like, the last time I wore a tuxedo was like Ariana's, uh, I think, Sweet Sixteen or whatever. It's been so long since I've wore that kind of clothing. Oh my gosh! I'm Who's Ariana? So much. Ariana's a film major. She's she's awesome. She's uh, I miss it though. I miss I miss getting up, getting ready, showing out, looking fly, looking good. You yeah. feel me? Going outside feeling confident. I miss it. Yeah. To be honest, I feel like I was I, I was much more active. As much as I did not like waking up early, yes, I was much more active. You know, I'll, just at least I had thing more things to do. I didn't just sit in one place. Yeah. Now, I used to crave, I used to crave to come home to sleep and to chill in my room. Yes, now I'm like, bro, I'm sick of this shit. Like, let me out. Yeah, do you guys yeah. sleep in? No. Yeah, I, I've never slept, is, slept in. Yeah, what, what Eddie's you, always like, yo, do you sleep in? No, I've never. How do you I can't. Do that? How do you I do can't that? anymore. I feel that, like I my body naturally wakes me up between like nine and like ten. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For me, it's like eight or seven. But yeah, yeah I that's crazy. If you wake up at eight or seven on the weekend, that, that should be committing a federal crime. No, it's right. literally hell. Trust me, I'm not happy about it. Not right, happy I, about I have it. a I have a friend who's who once slept until like four o'clock. Like that's it, that's it, when I say sleeping, I'm I like that. 11 30, 12. That's what I mean when I say sleeping, not four. Oh, yeah. I like to wake up at least before 11 because I like to, you know, experience the yeah. day. I like to yeah, get yeah, outside yeah. and do shit with my time. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's first weird. of all, first like, of all, if I were to try to sleep, then my parents, no, <laughs> no, they would not allow that. <laughs> my dog, my new puppy, the one that was on the camera and stuff, she's four months old. This girl will not oh. let nobody sleep. She wakes me up. Oh. I, my first class is at 8 30. This girl wakes me up. Ah! seven o'clock on like on the dot every day it's such a pain in the ass so they're your alarm basically right i don't yeah. even bother setting my phone <laughs> better than the iphone alarm i'll tell you that oh my god trust me no, at least you can me. turn the iphone alarm off <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so eddie like what's like your sleep schedule then do you like go to bed late i don't really know how the whole thing works on what the weekdays or weekends 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 i'll usually go to bed around it's like 1 or one thirty, and then I'll wake up at, you know, 11.30 or 11.45, something around that time. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. There's something, like, there's something fun about staying up late. I don't know. Like, that I guess it's because you can well, just. Well, that, that's the weird thing. Like, my, my sleep schedule has been fucked, too. I'm not going not gonna to lie. But, yeah, it. it I am staying up like up more than I usually have been, and it's weird. Yeah, so have I. Cause, cause sometimes it does feel like you can have more peace of mind at night. I don't know about you guys, but I don't, I guess things are just more quiet, more at ease. I'm able to like. It's also <clears throat> like it gives you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. Maybe most kids stay up because they they just don't want to go to bed. But I don't know, for me, it's just like, there's just something fun about like staying up late, you know, watching movies, you know, late at night, like 1230. And it also gives you something like for me, because like when I'll like play video games or watch movies, I might do like some of it earlier in the day, but most of it I do later on because it gives me something to look forward to, like a source of motivation. Me too. 100%. That's your peaceful time. Like that's when you feel... Like you just, you get to be by yourself. No one's going to disturb you. You don't have any, like, you don't have to like, you know, you, you, you know that your day's over so you can just relax. Everything's over with and you can look forward to sleeping. It's like that Zen moment for yourself. Right. But not, not in a bad way. You know, it's like, I don't know, a way you kind of like be to yourself and in a, in a very like serene way. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know about you guys. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, like, before I go to bed, I just, like, go on my phone, like, watch, like, a Try Not To Laugh video or something. And then I just, like, knock out. Classic Try, try Not To Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> what are you yeah, doing right now? A hammock? Yeah. What is this? Yes, it's... Here, let me show you. Is it where you have a hammock in, hammock chair. in your house? Oh, my God. I have oh, pants man. on, guys. I know it looks like I don't have pants on, but I have pants on. That's so cool. Oh. You guys it makes a- me nauseous, though. Yeah, I get nauseous on swings. Pretty recently, <laughs> actually. That's funny. I fell so hard off a swing once when I was like maybe eight or ten. I, I don't remember. So my dad, like, 
don't know, I don't know what he was thinking, but he like he raised the swing so high to like just the top of the bar and just shoved my ass down. He like he threw me. And I didn't even get to the like to the bottom. And I just bro, I fucking flew out that shit. Oh my god. And I I, I hit my head on the fence. Oh I just went, ah. That does not sound pleasant, to say the least. Does not sound pleasant. Yeah, I could, I could it wasn't it. as bad as, as it sounds, to be honest. But, bro, shit just happened in a flash. Like, I was in the air, and all of a sudden, I was looking at a fence. It it, it, it was a weird experience. So, really quickly before we wrap this up, um, just one last topic. So, we've been, you know, as I said, you know, I guess kind of experiencing this quarantine or COVID for over a year now. So when this whole thing is done and when everything is like a little bit better, are you guys going to do anything differently? Are you guys going to go out more, try to see more people? Are you guys going to basically change your lifestyle a bit? As weird as it sounds, I think I'm going to see less people than before Corona because Corona was such an eye opener. I realized how many people aren't my friends. I realized how fake people can be, how self, you know, how self like obsessed people can be, how self-serving people can be. And it's like, I'm not here for it anymore. I have really one really, no, two really good friends from that school, Victoria Baldwin and Tomix Artiles. Those are really close friends of mine because they've actually stuck by me that entire time. Like they've, they've really held it down. Even Madison, Nubia, those are really good people, you know. Quarantine really made me realize who's there for me and who's not. Yeah, I think quarantine has made me realize realize many things about myself. Um, things I'm I I won't disclose, but um, yeah, like like Zoe said, it's it's been an eye opener for a lot of things. Just figuring out who you are, things you want to do. Just I I guess your aspects on a lot of things, you know. Um, and it's changed. Um, yeah, you know, I, I've had much deeper talks to myself on, on just parts of my life that I want to fix. I've noticed a lot of things I want to fix, a lot of things that, that I, I just, I don't like. And I need to probably just have a different take on, on things as well. But when, when all this is done and over with, I, I really like I, I just want to get out so bad. That's probably one of the biggest things I'm craving, just that freedom and independence to just go out and just experience things for myself. Because as much as I love having having a home, having a loving family, you know, um I, I love that and I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart, but at the same time, I want to be my own person. Like I wanna be able to make those things, make make those perceptions, all those things experience that for myself, you know, yeah, it may not be the best decisions that I might make later in life, but at least I'll have the experience and I'll know sooner or later, you know, right. yeah, for sure, um, yeah. that's, that's something that I want to do something I don't want to do, you know, just, just experience things on my own. I want to, I want to be much more outgoing because mm-hmm. I feel like I've been cooped up in my own, in my own shell for too long. I just, I, I just gotta do shit. I really yeah. gotta do my own shit, and just not, not really pay attention to just things around me. Just like kind of go for it, 
like just bite the bullet basically yeah i mean for me like i want to try and i know zoe like you said you know you want to see less people i'm kind of like a little bit different um because i'm like an extrovert i like to talk to you know a lot of people so you know something i've been doing was reaching out to old friends from elementary school and middle school and i do want to try to try to i guess uh open myself to just hang out with new people not you know not to you know just kind of like be like oh i want to you know see as much people as i can not to do that but just to kind of I kind of just make up for the time that I lost during quarantine, if that makes sense. And before right. I go off to college, definitely. you know, definitely. And just, that's definitely fair. Yeah. And just do, you know, as much as I can, you know, maybe even try to get a girlfriend or something, not to, you know, do it to, you know, just like boast yes, myself. Get but a just girlfriend. Like, yeah. Just like, you know, just like live life a little before we're off to college, you know, just try to live. Look, that's why as a this female, summer, I just, I want to, I want to take a trip. I want to take a road trip or do yeah, something. Yeah, a cruise or whatever. That's all. That's something I've always wanted to, wanted to do. I want to travel. That's all my budget was to travel around the world, like just experience so much stuff. There's well, so much out there you don't know. You know, like Luke was saying about getting girlfriends. I don't know if any of you guys have girlfriends, but as a female, you guys are all really cool, and you guys are all. I could tell y'all are good people. Y'all are good. Y'all are good company. Like y'all, y'all have good hearts, so y'all will have no problem getting girlfriends. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Eddie and I have, like, have some experiences where, you know, we've been asked out, but um, not at the right time. I know someone asked me out, uh, not going to say who it is, but I, someone asked me out right, right, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic in March. We're not going to details because of time, but it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. That's, that's a tough <laughs> thing. Maybe for the part two of an episode, if there ever is a time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to both of you guys for being able to make it on this evening especially you know of course, of course. thank you for having minute. us yes, yeah jinx. no thank i really liked it for coming in clutch like seriously yeah. <laughs> no i actually really did enjoy i'm i'm a big person with debate so i enjoy speaking my opinion no nah, it's good like i feel like more people should like have these talks you know more yeah. real world talks are just like what you talk about this shit that people don't necessarily want to acknowledge all the time right yeah i mean like 100%. with this podcast we want to have you know moments where you know we're joking and we want to have moments where we're serious and on this one you know we spoke our mind we spoke about experiences truth spoke yeah. about real shit yeah yeah you know real it's shit. Important, you know so uh next week we're gonna have two people on the podcast two other guests on the podcast uh and yeah thank you guys again for being able to make it and taking time out of your day and we'll see you next week guys thanks so much for tuning in